Hey guys, it's Salon Wolf here, and I know it's late. I know it feels like forever since you actually heard of me, but I had a reason. I was stressed out over college. So, yeah, originally I wanted this episode to be about life as an Asian, life and all that, but I've been way too stressed. To, to talk about being an Asian, but I'm gonna try my best today and just talk about my personal problems being an Asian American here, um, living in a city where I'm the minority. Um, I, even though I'm kind of in a mental state of mind to talk about my mental health and all that, you know, I'm just gonna push that to May 26th only because it's just right. So, um, yeah, I just have been really, really busy lately dealing with college, dealing how to get money, and boy, oh boy, that was a, that was really, really, um, that was like, it was, a, going through college is a lot, and the fact that I'm Asian doesn't help out either, because there are a lot of opportunities that I can barely find on the internet. I tried to get myself Asian scholarships, but even then... Even when I do apply for scholarships, I always get nothing. I am, I never am a winner at it. And maybe this is what I get for not applying for scholarships. But like, scholarships are competitive to get. And like, yeah, I keep getting emails saying like, oh, scholarship this, scholarship that. The thing with me though, is that emails are annoying. And, you know, it just... It just feels a lot. So when you're an Asian American and you have all this pressure on you, it's a lot. And maybe it goes for everybody, not just being Asian American, but like I'm pretty sure to everybody it's a lot. But for me, since I'm Asian and technically the quote unquote model minority, you you would think I have my life together. I don't. Never had, never will. Never even after community college, where I'm probably going to stop after two years. Um, so, you know, there's a lot to consider. And it just felt a lot. It, it felt a lot. I mean, I'm not desperate to go to college by any means. Like, going to school for an extra four years while you have to deal with, you know, being an adult. I, I'd rather not deal with that per se and you know again being the quote-unquote model minority it doesn't help because like a lot of expectations on you not to mention my mom and dad would always have a lot of expectations on me to to the point when I was younger I would always be told that if you didn't get A's or if you didn't get a hundred percent or on your tests every single time you would take one um, you would probably get hit with a hanger, an actual clothing hanger, and get my tablet taken away for the, uh, you know, rest of the week. And I was an American kid, meaning I did not care for that at all whatsoever. Education was never really in the back of my mind, still is not, but I think now I was like a senior about to graduate high school it just feels like a lot and you know with the pressure that I grabbed from childhood and then it just stuck with me to the point where I'm like I'm really really hard on myself and you know maybe some Asians felt about it too always being hard on themselves because of their tiger parents and and all that and like you know some parents are like yeah I know what's best for my kid but if you see them crying because their self-esteem is low, I think that's a sign you're doing a bad job as a parent in general. But yeah, since I grew up with tiger parents, and like, you know, like, almost every single person I knew, their parents would be like, oh, I'm cool, my parents are cool with this, my parents are cool with that, they're never strict. Um, it It would always be my mom that would, like, show up. My dad would come, but always in the mornings before, you know, my he would have to, like, go to work and all that so yeah the constant of my dad not being around as much as I thought 
and then, you know, my mom breathing down mine and my sister's neck didn't really help me to the point where I feel like if I'm not the best at anything, people will see me as a failure. Now, obviously, it's not really the case now. I have a somehow running podcast that I post on a weekly basis. And not to mention, I have two podcasts that I'm trying to post bi-weekly. Except I have one podcast that I can't get to see my act together. Yes, I'm talking about everything Yu-Gi-Oh! I know it's been a while since there's an episode on there. Maybe there'll be an episode tomorrow. But the rate at the going, I just want to crawl up in a ball and dump me in a trash can for all I know because it's it's a lot it, it's a lot and then like yeah the whole tiger thing tiger parents around your neck I mean yeah I did end up using that as an excuse to like leave certain school activities especially late at night um because my parents are really really well my mom is really strict and I get it because of safety reasons but like she is super strict to the point where she doesn't like my high school anymore because they like because she thinks my high school is keeping me well captive because my mom doesn't like me to be out of the house at 10 like if i'm not home by 10 she's gonna panic go cuckoo go crazy and all that fun guts and glory so you know there's also that to consider and like since I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it changed due to COVID-19. I'm always at home and, you know, never went out under any circumstances. And even if I did went out, it would normally to, like, go to church or buy food. Or my orthodontist appointment. Whichever, whichever comes first. And so, like, but then other than that, like, I'm always at home. I'm never, like... I'm gonna go to a friend's house, or hey, I'm gonna get food by myself. Nah, I'm always home, because A, I'm a good kid who tries to go to her classes, because if she doesn't, she won't graduate and will have to repeat another year. It does feel like that. And then also, like, you know, I don't like people in general. Funny enough, for someone who does have a conversation, you would think I have the time of my life being surrounded by people. No. Not at all. Sometimes I, I would be like, yeah, sure. But then it gets to a point where, like, after, like, I say max, like, two hours, I am like, I want to eat get out of the situation, go bye-bye, and never have to speak to those people ever again until next week. Um, so yeah, the fact that my mom kept me closeted in my own home didn't really help me as a social person, because A, because of my mom's expectations on me, I think now everybody has the same expectations as my mom. That's fun. And then on top of that, since because of the expectations and that developed my bad case of social anxiety, I didn't talk to people because I would assume that people were scared of me and what kind of, and like, you know, they didn't want to be around me as a person. Yeah, my my self-esteem is like low really low like i'm pretty sure like half my friends who might be listening to this don't don't really really realize how extreme i might be and also maybe to like my choir friends out there who like only listen to like maybe like barely of my episodes they probably don't even know about this because they never really had the opportunity to ask about me which side note you know what i like when people check in on you, you know, it, it feels nice to know that someone cares about you and asks you, hey, are you okay? Because normally, it I'm always like, I always tell people like, hey, I'm not okay, and then complain about my problems. But like, you know, sometimes just knowing, knowing that people love me by being considerate and asking me whether or not I'm okay 
is more soothing to my brain than me going up to the person that I may or may not barely talk to and be like, poke, poke, hi, um, I don't feel so good, please help me. And then we talk, and then I feel somewhat better. But you know what I want? <laughs> this is really a selfish thing. Honestly, it kind of is. But, you know, it it would be nice for, like, people to be like, Hey, are you okay? Or, like, if any of my teachers are probably might be listening to this, you know, ask me, Hey, are you generally okay? And then maybe I'll give out a complete detailed answer to why am I always stressed and anxiety and just want to again throw myself in the big old dumpster trash can. You know, normal teenager stuff. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it it can be like that sometimes. And I, I mean, I don't know, sometimes I don't think being Asian for me specifically has caused me any, like, problems in my life. Like, I never had any traumatizing experiences due to my race. The only memory that I can think of is when, like, kids that were my age were like, Hey, where are you from? And they would ask that over and over again. And I would say, I'm from here. And then shout it like everyone in the world can hear me. So, other than that, I never really experienced bullying because of my race. That now was kind of intimidating when I was a kid. Um, I would always, like, scare off people by being mean and all that, and yell a lot, and, you know, all that fun, guts, and glory. And sometimes that shows up in my daily, day-to-day life, whether I like it or not. And some people do catch a whiff of this, whether they like it or not. And some people don't say anything about it. Uh, okay. So, it it just... Uh, like race never was a big issue for me it didn't start being a big issue for me technically when I was like in seventh grade and and I was just upset about the Latinx uh, apparel that was out there on the campus and then I was sad because you know there wasn't any Asian representation at all at my middle school so that was fun and then it got worse in high school where I kept even seeing more Latinx apparel. And then on top of that, Latinx scholarships that most of my classmates can get because of their race. And then when I try to find an Asian scholarship, it never normally pops up. Now you might be asking, why didn't you do a lot of research? Or why didn't you go on the internet? Or like, why didn't you search up this? I did. But I never got it. And, like, me and scholarships in general, I never get anything. Like, I would apply to a lot. I would submit. And I would never get a response back. So. (laughs) Segue. So, um, since I'm gonna be going to college. And broke. And I don't wanna worry about getting a job like right early in the summer because I want to do more podcasting I would rather talk about my life as a job than working at a retail or fast food employee or Chuck E. Cheese so if you want to support me um and you know my college funding and uh you know maybe future therapy bills and, uh, you know, money so that my parents can stop worrying about me financially because, yay. Um, there will be a link in the very, very bottom of the description. It's the last link you need to click. Um, it should be like support your, uh, podcast that you're listening to with a link. It's a donation link. You can donate $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, 
Or if you're at it, go extra and go and beyond. That is perfectly fine. I don't care how much money you donate. As long as I get a donation from someone, really, that's all that matters to me. I definitely need the money. Um, because I would rather talk about my life than to be social at a job that I know I will definitely hate. So please click on the donation link in the very, very bottom of the description. Um, it should pop up. If you click on the link, you have the opportunity to donate $1, $5, or $10, or however much you want to support me and to make me a little bit better about myself. It it will be in the link in the bottom of the description of this episode or if any past episodes of mine. Just go on a random episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. It should pop up. Please click on the donation link. I need it. Okay? Until Marvel or Disney or, you know, any other company um, that is preferably entertainment. So, you know, maybe like Broadway or uh, Warner Brothers or even Nickelodeon. You know, any company that would, you know, want to sponsor a podcaster who is trying to get through life by talking about life until sponsors actually come in and i'm not talking about the one from anchor donation links are the only way to go as of now now um my one of my future goals for the podcast on the maybe like in five years from now is the transition from anchor to transitioner funny transitioner funny enough because i want all my three podcasts to be in one account and since Transitor happens to be $15 per month, um, you know, there's also that to consider. Um, so yeah, again, donations are um, welcomed. Or if you have no idea how to like support me and you don't have money on you or you can't support me financially because you just can't you can always just listen to any episode of mine it will count as monetization for me all my episodes are monetized therefore you listen to it i can get money so that way is also fine um i guess speaking about money uh my parents are cheap And by that, like, they always pick, like, the cheapest things ever and think everything is expensive. Unless I'm paying. Well. Yeah, no, that's all I have to say on that. And, like, I get that money's, like, different, but, like, uh. I mean, then again, I did have my fair share of unneeded spendings that I will not say because it is private. And those are the things that I want to remain private. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, where where was I? Oh, yeah. Living in a city where you're the minority. It's not fun. Um, for one thing, all your favorite food that you happen to grow up with are 20 miles. Not 20 miles. That sounds, that sounds, that sounds, oh, that sounds a lot. 20 minutes from where I normally live. Normally, people are like, oh, that boba place? Oh, you know, like, oh, like, seven leaves? Oh, yeah, that's like five minutes away from my house. Me, I somehow always drive a 20-minute radius just to get a boba from, or bubble tea, from anywhere. From Dingty to Charity to T-Zone to T4U to Bamboo even. Um, chain, boba, bubble tea chains like that. I always end up finding myself 20 minutes via car just to get a drink. 20 minutes. Woo! That's fun. 
But yeah, most of the food that I would eat or like I would normally eat on the weekend happened to be around 20 to 30 minutes away from my house. So naturally, I sleep in. I wait for my parents to come home, which I'm normally up by then because my dumb little sensitive stressed out brain is always like we sleep at 2 a.m we wake up around 11 30 we stay in bed until noon we get out my mom is like good morning even though it's 12 30 in the p.m asmr i don't know other than that um it just feels like a lot. Also, if my volume is somehow being weird and whack and incredibly stupid, A, I apologize. B, I am literally moving my phone. It's like I'm always like putting it down or putting it up. And, you know, sometimes volume controls are like weird on anger. It's just weird. So apologies in, 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 um, in between. I guess if uh, my volume is weird and all that, I hope you guys can hear me because I am definitely not re-recording this again. I tried this like three times already. This is going to be the thing that's going to be posted on the internet. Anyway, yeah, Asian food. I love bubble tea so much. Like, it's not funny. Like, literally... It's my version of Starbucks. And Starbucks is okay. It is okay. E- even though it did cost me to pull an, an unintentional all-nighter. Because A, this is what I get for getting a caramel macchiato with extra caramel. And my sister didn't like it because it was sweet. So she was like, hey, drink all of this. And I'm like, do I have to? And she was like... Yeah, otherwise mom's going to think it's a waste of money. So I drank the whole thing. And then around like 4 a.m. I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be a long day for me. And also naturally my mom caught me because I, I think I was making too much noise on my in my room. So that was that. And then the second time I ordered something from Starbucks... Um, I was originally planning to do, like, an all-nighter sort of thing to make up, like, missing homework because, haha, stress and depression and, you know, the common and typical stuff that I wish it wasn't common and typical, but it's common and typical nonetheless. So, yeah, I was in the middle of procrastinating and stressing about missing homework and, you know, going through depression, and then my brain... I was like, you know what? Let's pull an all-nighter and do homework. And then by 2 a.m., I was like, nah, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. And then I try to go to sleep. 2.30 in the morning. I wake up. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go to sleep. I close my eyes. At 3 o'clock in the morning, I wake up. And still, like, I can't go back to sleep. And then I was, I, at this point, I was just, like, walking around from my bed to my my recording studio, a.k.a. my closet. Um, and I always, and I just went back and forth between those two until I went to sleep. And then it really got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I can't sleep. I don't know how to deal about it. Because I think... I had school the next day, as most people who pull all-nighters would do. Uh, they realized, oh, they have sleep the next day. And I, d- and I was like, I went up. I went to my mom, who was getting ready for work. And she asked me, why are you up? And I'm like, I don't know. And I felt sleepy. But my body was like, we ain't gonna sleep. We ain't gonna sleep. We ain't gonna sleep. Said my body. And then I was just like, I can't sleep. 
and then she was like, have you, have you taken the medicine? I'm like, no. Maybe you should take the medicine. They don't work. And I and my mom was like, you know what? Go have some water. Go pee the adrenaline out of your body. And then try to go back to sleep. Which it worked. But around 8.30 in the morning, it was school. I was tired. I wanted to pass out. And it, it, it was just a lot. It was just... A lot to handle. And I never liked it. Also, sorry if you hear me or my bed moving. Because I'm currently recording this on my bed. Because I don't want to go into my dark closet. Because A, it gets hot when I record in my dark closet. B, uh, the blanket I used to record is on my bed. And it's comfy. And I'm very tired. Please leave me alone. So, um, you know, there was also that to consider. And my body just wanted to give up. Yeah. So I kind of don't like Starbucks anymore. I mean, I do. It's just that it's not my go-to place to get drinks anymore. And that's why I always turn to boba. Because it just gives you enough energy to get through the day. But still manages to make you sleep at a normal time. Brought to you by the Lone Wolf. Anyway, um, if if a boba store decides to sponsor the podcast, that would be the best thing ever. I don't care if it's share tea. I don't care if it's taste tea. I don't care if it's seven leaves. I don't care if it's the new store, Tea on Ice. I think that's the place. I don't know. Uh, what else? What other boba store there? What there there is in my area? Uh. I said Charity, Tasty, Tea on Ice, Tea for You, Tea Zone, Boba Junkie, to name a few. Like, literally, if, like, any Boba store um, wants to sponsor me, please do. I would love to do a giveaway of free Boba gift cards so that my listeners can have Boba. Boba's great. Boba Fett. Haha, <laughs> Mandalorian. Um, not gonna lie, I would love to see fan art of Boba Fett drinking bubble tea or boba. I don't care the flavor. I want to see fan art of that. If you guys somehow make fan art of, you know, Boba Fett from Star Wars, for people who don't know, and drinking a cup of bubble tea and boba, please tag me on Instagram at the underscore lone underscore nerd underscore 26 on Instagram or Twitter at lone wolf nerd on Twitter. Please and thank you. I want to see uh, hashtag Boba Fett with Boba. No, that doesn't work. Uh, hashtag Boba and Boba. There we go. Boba and Boba. No. You know what? Just tag me if um, if you guys decide to draw Boba Fett. Drinking a boba, preferably Thai tea. I don't know why. I figure Thai tea is like a strong flavor combination with him. But then again, I never, I have never seen the Mandalorian before, so that does not help. And yeah, and if boba wasn't a thing, or like if I went to a Vietnamese restaurant, or you know maybe an Asian restaurant in general, uh, if there wasn't any boba under any other circumstances, or my mom is like, you need to stop drinking boba, it's bad for you, then my classic drink of choice would be Thai tea. Because Thai tea is king. Enough said. Well, I mean, yeah, people don't like it because of the orange color and all that, but that never really affected me at all as a person. I'm like, ooh, orange drink and it smells and tastes good go to drink let's go and yeah thai tea has just been my favorite drink next to water and bubble milk tea so you know there's that to consider and i am like i'm like i'm always i'm always like telling my mom hey you know what i want and she's like what do you want because I'm always, like, wanting something. From, like, Disney to, like, food to, like, boba. 
and like one time I said Taiti and I'm like <sighs> and then she kind of like shook me away I was like just just go back to your room and then I'm just like I want Taiti though and she flat out ignored me yay so you know there's also that to consider um what else is there to consider about being Asian Hmm, food. Like I said before, my parents, or me, but mostly my parents, would have to drive around 20 minutes just to get Asian food. And that could be either from dim sum, aka Chinese food, or kum tum, which is just broken rice with a bunch of toppings on it that I really love because it's rice and toppings. Enough said. And then, you know, sometimes they would give me, like, uh, no, my guy, uh, which is sticky rice, and then it has meat and shrimp and sausage and egg, or, like, hakao, which is, like, shrimp, and then it has, like, a, a clear ed- edible casing on it, or, like, siumai, which is just, it's yellow and it's pretty, but it's full of meat. And then, you know, they would either give me, like, jaya, which is just Vietnamese egg roll. Uh, Ban mi, which is just the Vietnamese sandwich. Um, I think that's it. I know there's, like, more. I think, like, ban can. Maybe. I, I think that's it. I don't know. It's, like, a fried donut. But it has like a little bit of filling inside. I don't know. I forgot. And it has sesame seeds on it. I forgot. I really forgot. Maybe my psychological teach, my psychological teacher, my psychology teacher would know what food I'm addressing because he actually, fun fact, grew up in Garden Grove and should know Vietnamese food by now. Hi. I wouldn't be surprised if you're not listening to this podcast though. Because you're probably busy trying to grade all my missing work that I know I'm supposed to be doing. But podcasting is the only way to get through stress for me. And also I feel like no one cares about my opinion. So that's why I'm going to be doing it. Okay. So, you know, it it was... It was nice knowing that you kind of have, like, your own definition of food that you can kind of go to. I know that's weird, but I was just, like, I, every time, like, I would see, like, you know, my friends eating, like, Latinx food or, like, you know, pho, I would be, like, I want something else (laughs) because I'm, like, I'm sorry, but, like, for me now, pho is completely overrated because of how many times people keep, like, eating it and mentioning it and how it's literally... Everywhere I go, and I'm just like, fuzz. Um, I'm like, I'm not in the mood for fuzz anymore. I'm not. Just just seeing it everywhere, I am just in disbelief. And then sometimes I, I feel like, oh, like, my, actually, funny story. So my sister and uncle, when they were, like, young, and I didn't want to go because I'm a chicken and didn't want to talk to people. And also, I think they didn't have enough seats so maybe that was considered. Uh, they went to a fall restaurant, kind of far, maybe like about 10, 15 minutes from where I live. I uh, was just chilling in my room, as I always do, you know, being a weirdo, going on the internet, stuff like that. And then um, um, my sister and my uncle and I think my two cousins were like, let's go have fall. And, you know, me being the home chicken that I am, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay home. And then when they came back, um, yeah, like about like maybe like 40 minutes would go by. I saw them and I asked them, hey, how was the pho? Pho, 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 pho. Um, and they were like, it was bad. <laughs> Which I am just like, wow, that is like, that's low. I'm like, is it really that bad? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like. Okay, I'll take your word for it. That just proves that even though pho, pho can be created anywhere around the country, you you need to know what you're dealing with. It is a dish that it has rice noodles and meat broth and, you know, 
meatballs, and, you know, toppings that just make you scream out pho. There's onions, there's cilantro, there's all the good stuff, there's hoisin sauce, and I dip a lot of hoisin sauce on mine, and I am just like, wow. Just wow. I'm in disbelief of how people can just think, like, oh, it's so easy to make pho. It's not. It takes about eight hours just to cook the dang soup. You really think that's easy, huh? But, but you know, that's just my opinion. Again, please respect my opinions, and I will respect yours. Um, Please, please, and thank you. And, um... You know, you know, sometimes talking about food can make me feel hungry. But even then, so, even with the food that I was surrounded by, and, you know, the fact that it's only, like, 20 minutes away, it didn't really make me feel comfortable as an Asian at all. So, like, even with the food, I still felt weird being being in a city where I am the minority. Meaning, I didn't see any people who looked like me for, like, about... 10 years of my life, and it it just felt like a lot, and then the fact that my parents didn't want to bother teaching me Dingbit or Vietnamese did not help at all, because I ended up speaking in a Chinese where no one I know understands, or like it's a really, really rare language that if you know it, you know it. And my family, more specifically me, my, me and my sister, were like, let's teach them the weird Chinese that no one will able to like understand or speak. And in a way, it's like a forbidden language, sort of. And then everyone else was like, let's learn Mandarin, Cantonese, Vietnamese. And then I'm like, huh? And then on top of the fact that I, and on top of the fact of the Chinese that they also had to learn I was in massive disbelief. So I was just like, bro, mom, why didn't you just spoke Vietnamese when we were babies? And they were like, nah. We wanted to teach you guys this Chinese instead. I'm like, but it's not useful anywhere. And and she was like, yeah, I made that mistake a long time ago. And I'm like, proof that my parents don't know how to raise kids at all. And since I am unfortunately the firstborn in my family, oh, there was a lot of pressure. And then since me being the oldest, meaning me having to tackle school first, it was pretty daunting. Like, really daunting. Like, everything was so strange. And I moved from a preschool to an elementary school. And I never seen a Vietnamese face until I was in fourth grade. Well, actually, technically second, maybe third. I don't know. I met a, I met a girl who played the violin. Was actually a pretty good violinist. I don't know where she's at in her life right now. I think she's probably either graduated college already. I don't know. Um, but. You know, I was just like, growing up with, you know, Latinx people for most of your life, it it can, it can have a toll. And then my friend wanted to call in the middle of my recording session. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, I did believe that I was in the middle of living in a state of mind where you're the minority and it took a toll. It it definitely took a toll on me as a person to to where it felt like no one can relate to me. Even when these people that I know that are pretty really really close to me, the most they can be sympathetic. Maybe except Alsena. But then I kinda consider Alsena as a geek twin, so there we are. Um but it, it did felt like a lot for me because I always had to like meet up standards that they were really unrealistic for me um it it did feel like you know like oh if I were Spanish or if I was like Latinx maybe my life would have been a little bit easier yeah I was thinking about whether or not me being a different race would impact everything maybe it did maybe it didn't um 
but it it was just a lot. Like learning Spanish was a lot. I ended up getting a I one class day. I was in class, you know, just trying to do my Spanish homework right because I had to because if I didn't, I didn't pass. I would fail Spanish and I would have to take it again and I would be really 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 stressed. Whoopee! So, um yeah, and then one and it just kind of hurt. I ended up getting a headache and I wasn't feeling the best at all. Um it it just felt like a lot and not to mention everybody in my Spanish class when I was a freshman uh was talking to like everybody except me. I mean, yeah, I had like two friends, but uh they they were physically not close to me, so I sat with a girl that I never really talked to at all, and she would always be, like, with her best friend and all that, so, yeah, you know, I, I was just feeling really, really insecure, and kind of hated Spanish class entirely, because, like, due to the headache, I ended up just listening to Vietnamese music the whole time, I didn't want to bother doing Spanish work, because, my brain hurted from absorbing all the Spanish, and I completely hated it. And now I sort of have a little bit, quote unquote, PTSD. Take everything I say with a grain of salt when I'm hearing Spanish. It's not like I don't. I mean, I don't get me wrong. The language is beautiful. Everything about it is great. I just had a very, very bad history with it that you know can be like. Spanish isn't that bad, but for me, it was pretty bad, and, like, me me learning it when everyone else literally knew it about their entire lives, just cannot write it to save their lives, and then me, a total newbie, who also didn't take Spanish classes when I was in freaking middle school, or, you know, in general, I took a toll. It, it, It really messed up me as a person entirely. And yeah, honestly, there would be days where I would think of like, what if I was Latinx? What if I wasn't Asian? And then just went into a spiral of doubt and that I will never get that time back. But yeah, it did feel like a lot. Like literally, I complained to my mom yeah, it was mostly complaining. It didn't really feel like a talk or a discussion. It just felt like complaining. And I was, like, talking about, like, you know, sometimes I wish I was not Asian because maybe if I wasn't Asian, I wouldn't be dealing with the stress that I've been having right now. Um, I wouldn't be feeling the pressure of an Asian parent down my back. I didn't have to face the wrath of a tiger parent. Because my mom would be really, really angry for something kind of small or something that is out of my control. For example, if I wasn't home by 10, she would literally call the school and possibly sue it. Yeah, my mom did not really like my high school that much considering the fact that I was kept in so late like it literally became to the point where i was known as the girl like hey does she live at school and i'm like haha no i just get here early or you know just try to get here on time and then i stay really late because my um because a i didn't have a car yet and b my mom's work was very very complicated and also, I had club activities, and there was that to consider. And also, I needed space to do my homework. And also, I didn't want to be at home. But uh, 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 yeah, but uh, but uh, butter and popcorn sounds really nice right now. I'm not gonna lie. But back to topic, it just felt like a lot, like. Like, I'm kind of scared of asking this what-if question to my friends, who are mostly Latinx, because I feel like they would probably have a different answer. But yeah, like, yeah, sometimes, like, I would wish that my race was changed so that I can, like, you know, be more closer to them than I ever thought, and I wish sometimes race wasn't a barrier, but unlike my friends who are very nice to me and respect me regardless of my race and 
all that fun guts and glory, society isn't like that. Society is not like that. Never was, never will be. Society is mean. Very, very, very mean. Society will kill people based on their race or like, you know, in any normal situation. As much as I want to bring up March 6, 2021, I just am in disbelief of how many times I think of the accident and it's so, it's completely stupid. Why would you kill someone in general? And why would you kill people who are at a spa? Why? Why would you do that? Just because you have problems, you don't take out on them by killing. It is not that hard to confront your po- your problems in a more positive light. You know, you don't go to solve your problems by killing. That's enough said. That's my PSA. Don't kill people. Mind their own business. Just leave them alone. If they haven't done any harm to you, you don't have the right to be violent to them. Enough said. But yeah, some days I would, especially during COVID-19, I would literally question my race entirely and be like, what if I was Mexican? What if I re- wasn't Asian at all? What if my life was completely different? What if my friends liked me more because I wasn't Asian? Did it matter if I was Asian? I don't know. My parents seem to do a lot of blocking kind of my life lately. I mean, yeah, they trust me to go outside and be with friends. But since they never really done so in the past, I'm too scared of myself. Sometimes I feel like I can't trust my friends anymore because of the trust issues I have. Sometimes I just am a ticking time bomb whose anxiety just wants to explode out of nowhere. Uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot and a lot and a lot to take in. And it feels like sometimes I would get suicidal because of my race. Yay! Suicidal thoughts! Also, please, 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 please do not kill yourself under any sort of circumstance. Please don't. I know you might be tired of hearing this, hey, you are more than dying, but... Trust me, you are more than a corpse. You are more than just someone dying for no apparent reason. You are more than what you think you seem to be. You can make a difference. You just need the right help and direction. So... Uh, you know, there's there's lots to consider. But yeah, there would be days where I would feel like suicidal because of my race. And sometimes I would feel like, you know, maybe if I wasn't here, my friends would like me better. Me. Well, I don't know. If I was, like, not Asian, maybe my friends wouldn't immediately love me. Things like that. And, like, being Asian is just a lot of pressure. It's just a lot. And I hated it. I hated it so much. And it, it just felt like a lot. It it didn't really feel comfortable at all. I didn't really feel comfortable in my own skin at some point in my life. It it just felt like a lot. It felt like a lot. It it didn't mean that much to me when, you know, Hispanic name I would see Hispanic names getting like a lot of awards and all that, or they're getting like student of the month twenty four times in a row, stuff like that. It kind of bothered me a little bit, not going to lie, seeing those names up there. Because I feel like, am I doing something wrong? Is the school being racist to me? But sometimes, I kind of believe that. Not going to lie. Yeah, sometimes I feel like my own high school is against me. Why? Because of how much attention they're putting to all these Latinx, Hispanic, Latino names, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes... It feels like that. And you know, when you don't see an Asian name, I feel weird. More specifically, 
I feel like, bro, I feel like you're overshadowing people and feel like this isn't real, the real definition, like this isn't really a representation of a saint at all. Sometimes it feels like that. And especially on March 16th, 2021, when, you know, my whole school would actually, you know, be supportive and, you know, you know, say something about being Asian. But I don't think they did. I'm pretty sure the school librarian did, who happens to be Asian, by the way. So there's also that to consider. But yeah, I don't I don't think my high school did anything like as a collective entirely. I don't think they did. Which I'm like, thanks for hurting me, school. Thank you a lot. Because now, I kind of lost faith in my high school entirely. And not to mention, it just loves giving me PTSD from how much stress I have been cumulating for the past four years of my life. Not to mention the anxiety I have been feeling for the past four years of my life. And you know, just the overwhelmingness of it all. When I think of my high school, not gonna lie... I feel really uncomfortable of stepping it back into its gates because I feel like all the stress is going to come back. All the overwhelmingness is going to come back. I feel sometimes at my school, I have no control over myself at all whatsoever. I don't. I legitimately don't. And maybe and that's just me being me being me, but like sometimes being Asian really messes up me it messed me up a lot just being asian because you're met with different standards for yourself and then you know your parents have different standards than you even though my parents are slowly being more lenient towards me um i can't say for my sister because my sister just happens to be failing her classes right now so yay um But even if my parents are so lenient with me, that doesn't change the fact that I had to grow up in a situation where it was just stress. It was pressure every single day. It it was a lot. Um, Even, I mean, yeah, there would be days where I would go to Disneyland with my mom and my sister. And I try to have a good time. But then, you know, stress just comes back. It keeps coming back. It, It will never really go away. Which, um... Kind of sucks for me because I'm always those people who are always stressed every day. I'm stressed about school. I'm stressed about college. I'm stressed about money. I'm stressed to know whether or not I can drive safely. I'm stressed about not being stressed enough. Well, okay, I'm stressed just for being stressed. I feel like my teachers have the same expectations as my mother when she did when I was 10. Uh, I feel like they would lash out at me like my dad, who is angry for no apparent reason. Like, every time he would be angry over something, I'm I'm always the receiving end of his anger, and he's not even angry at me. So, yeah, no. And while my parents are improving, that still doesn't help the fact that they did those decisions to me when I was a kid, to the point where I feel like every single adult is like that now, unless said otherwise, and they're like, hey you're okay in my class, calm down, um, but if I did learn about anything about being an Asian, it's a lot, it's just a lot to handle, um, like, you know, you're always overwhelming your kids to do your best, which is completely fine, but at the same time, though, we're human, we're bound to make mistakes, we're bound to not meet up certain expectations we're bound to be failures at some point in our lives even though it might be temporary let us grow let us um you know do things at our own pace stop expecting us to be something that you wish you weren't at all and uh you know, I think I, I speak that to any, like, parents who are out there right now. Um, don't put your kids um, in, a, in a situation where, like, you know, you're putting all these expectations on you because you couldn't do it yourself. 
In fact, it's your own fault for not achieving those expectations and not doing your best in the first place. You shouldn't have to put that down to your kid. And that's just in general. Whoever is pregnant right now or whoever is, you know, trying to raise a kid, take that um, with that in mind, please. Don't put expectations on your kid just because you yourself were a failure at one time and, you know, you don't want your kid to be the same. That's all I have to say. Now, um, with that being said, though, I think it is time to do a would you rather why it has been a very long time and also i wanna i wanna see how my love for asian food really defies so here we go um would i rather have chili crab or sundubu jia jiga jigai i am sorry that i butchered um everything I'm pretty sure I did. It looks like a Korean recipe, so I'm sticking to that. But I would get the sundubu, uh, jigai, jiga, jiga, because the chili crab doesn't look appetizing in my opinion. Would I rather eat momos or prawn tempura? Prawn tempura. I don't know why. I like crispy stuff. Although dumplings are really good and dull in general. Would I rather have summer rolls or samosas? I would honestly have a samosa. Preferably because I want to eat meat. That's just me though. Would I rather have ramen or bibimbap? Bibimbap. I would have ramen. Just looks appetizing. And you can customize your egg however you want it. Would you rather have tandoori chicken or would you rather have chicken satay? Satay. Uh, I guess chicken satay. I don't know, it's in a skewer. And I would always eat, like, titnung. But, like, the meat would be on a skewer. So I was always used, I'm, I'm used to eating that. I actually like it. So I would rather have the chicken satay because... I just rather would have that. Um, are there any Asian drinks around here? Please. Okay, here's a good one. Would I rather have sushi or dim sum? I, uh, honestly, sushi. Because it's rice. And I'm a big fan big fan of rice um i don't mean i don't like di- i mean i grew up eating dim sum but there's like a specific food called lo gai, which i explained before it's sticky rice that is warmed and has meat and sausage and egg and um you know just a bunch of filling my aunt would always pester me to eat that a lot like a lot a lot to um to the, to the point where I would get so annoyed of eating, um, yeah, I would get so annoyed of eating lo my guy to the point where I hated it. And then every time I would eat hakao from a certain place, it would always taste like undercooked and it was like rubbery and I didn't like, I didn't like the texture at all. And the siu mai was the only thing that was tolerable for me to eat. Um, so yeah, these are to consider. Okay. Since there weren't any any drinks, I'm gonna come up with my own. Would I rather have Thai tea with boba, or would I rather have uh matcha green tea with boba? I put myself in a difficult spot because okay, matcha green tea and Thai tea are really really good in their own right. But Thai tea for me, it just feels nice. It feels relaxing to drink. And also, like, I would rather have matcha on ice cream. I mean, boba is fine, but I would preferably have it on ice cream. That's just me, though. And with that being said, that was our 
Asian food, would you rather kind of, sort of, not really? Sorry if I butchered any of the things I've said. Uh, I just literally searched up Asian, would you rather? And I searched up the first BuzzFeed question quiz thing that I found. It's really easy. It's BuzzFeed. What's the worst thing that can go wrong? Um, yeah. And, uh, uh... Shoot, I forgot how to do intros all the while. If you guys want to support me, uh, more specifically in donating into money, there is a link at the end of every description of my episode. Just click on the donation link. It will take you to a donation site. You can put in $1, $5, or $10 donations. It really does not matter. Any support that I get, will go directly to me being a broke person and uh, not willing to get a job just yet because of A, COVID, and B, COVID. Um, so, yeah. And that, and also it will help go towards any college fundings I might have to deal with or, you know, better podcasting equipment, whatever the case may be. Please donate using the donation link down below if you want to follow me on social media you guys can do so on instagram at the underscore lone underscore nerd underscore 26 on instagram you guys can also follow me on twitter at lone wolf nerd on twitter updates on the life podcast all that fun guts and glory uh on twitter i have been posting a lot of singing i have been posting a lot of mini songs lately so if you want to check it out there or if you want to you know go check out my I guess, quote-unquote, depression. It will be on Instagram. Uh, it, it should be really easy to find. It's just the three eclipses. So, you know, stuff to check out on my social media. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about the podcast, my hosting abilities, me as a podcasting host in general, questions, comments, concerns about the podcast, hosting abilities, questions about podcasting, you name it, I might answer it for you. Uh, my email will be down below at wolfthelone90 at gmail.com. Uh, that will be greatly, greatly appreciated. And then on top of that, I have two somewhat bi-weekly podcasts that I run on a bi-weekly to four-month, four-week basis, depending on my uh, schedule. Um, the Lone Wolf Dormitory podcast, where I, I dub myself the prefect, by the way, um, I talk about Disney, Twisted Wonderland, and uh, anime. I'm currently on the Fruits Basket hype train, and my oh my, it's getting very, very intense. So if you want to hear my thoughts on Fruits Basket, um, it is bi-weekly, so don't expect much out of it. But the podcast is there for you to listen to. It's bi-weekly because my life is just being BS right now. And then my second podcast that I need to update it sooner or later, otherwise I'm going to lose listenership very quickly. Everything Yu-Gi-Oh! where I talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime franchise as a whole. Again, that podcast will also be bi-weekly because A, I have officially ran out of things to talk about because B, I don't want to plagiarize anything and I don't want to be assumed of stealing. B, again, stress, anxiety, and all that fun, guts, and glory that makes me go cry. I think that's it. Um, again, if you enjoyed this episode, or at least try to get through it, I, I understand. Also, the volume might be a bit weird during the episode, which I deeply apologize. Um, I, I will record in better situations next time. It's just that this episode was very, very last minute. So, yeah, no, there's that to consider. Um, if you, uh, want to support the podcast, um, by again not donating money you don't have to donate money if you're not in a financial place to do so i understand that completely um i do get it i really do get it it's okay to not support me via donations if you want to great if you don't want to that's also great you can do so by listening to every single episode that i have recorded in the past year i have plenty of content that you guys can listen to for background music or whatever the case may be or two please share it to the people that you know via social media via 
a guest email via in passing conversation. Whatever the case may be, I want this podcast to grow bigger. And also, I want my audience size to grow bigger because I am tired of seeing only nine people listening to my podcast. I know there's more and I want more people to listen to me because otherwise I get very, very, very sad about everything. Also, if it sounds like I'm putting on an accent, maybe. I don't know what accent it is. I hope I'm not being racist to any sort of means like that. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Offending people. Um, I'm pretty sure that accent did not offend people, but I don't know who might be listening and, you know, anxiety! My so-called best friend, I don't know. With that being said, I will howl at you guys later and stay safe.